0: everyone welcome or welcome back to another episode of nightmare now i'd say we've got another fabulous awesome episode ahead of us but well it's an episode at least it's gonna be wet it's gonna be wild and wouldn't you know it we are headed back to brazil i did the thing where i think i can cram some relatively fast research And bang out a slam dunk, easy story for the show, and then what happens? Aleister Crowley, Nazis, the World Economic Forum, the Deep State, and the Reptilians are all tied up in all of it, and it's all connected through a thousand rabbit holes... And not just ordinary rabbits, either. It's like Monty Python. (laughs) It's like Monty Python rabbits, and I'm stuck here in my, quote, office without a holy hand grenade, and more importantly, without the time in the week to do all the research and bring in an effective and informative spook. Like, I I get through the general gist of what I want to cover, but... I feel like there's something missing, especially from a lot of shows, there's a, there's something missing where it's like you don't get into the primary sources, you don't get into the newspaper articles, you don't really do the deep research. And I want to make sure I can bring that to every episode possible. So when I feel like I can't do that, I, I jump back onto a story like, <laughs> like this. So often I think I'm doing one of those sub one hour night bites and I scratch the surface of that research and I'm like, this has to be a full sighted episode with multiple sources or even a series. You would think that like CIA vampires, cosmic death fungus, or the story tradition of presidential brain surgery cover-ups, would be an afternoon's research at most, but I end up looking like Charlie Day with a corkboard and string after a while. I should really get one of those. Man, that would be a great prop for when I eventually kick off my world tour for the live show in 2023. That's enough banter for now, though. It's time to get super serious. We have a topic of grave importance to cover today. (sighs) Dolphin men attending festivals, impregnating our women, and advancing the aquatic agenda. (laughs) I I told you they can't all be winners today folks we are covering a mysterious cryptid are they even cryptids i don't even know what to categorize these fuckers as they're sentient mystical beings this whole thing started when my friend and i were arguing about lycanthropes and should they be called theoryanthropes so if you have a werebear or a werepig or a werewolf they're called lycanthropes right But they shouldn't be, because lycanthrope comes from the Greek root word lycos, which means specifically wolves. So I push on my glasses, actually, only werewolves would be lycanthropes, and everything else would be in a wide grouping, therianthropes, therian meaning wild beast or animal, and thrope coming from (laughs) the root word, like, from anthropology, so thrope meaning human, so beast man essentially unfortunately that also covers a whole range of shape-shifting phenomena including but not limited to skinwalkers werewolves vampires probably some aliens different shamanic or is it shamanistic traditions i don't know and of course anamorphs so, there has to be a middle ground in the agreed terminology where lycanthropes can be wear whatevers and not were-wolves only, but still be beholden to the full moon rules and biting and those cursed corollaries, but still being exclusive of generalist shapeshifters like skinwalkers. There are rules that need to be followed here, okay, and the terminology has to match. This shit is important. And don't get me started on dogmen or pigmen because that's another thing entirely. Where is Webster's? Where's Oxford? Where's the, where's the goddamn Pentagon on the shapeshifter nomenclature question when you need them? This is what I'm talking about. It's all always connected. We really need a Nightmare Now wiki or something to keep track of the Nightmare Now cinematic universe. For now, though, check out NightmareNow.com. So we were talking about that and we ended up on the subject... Of were-dolphins. And whether they exist or not. And obviously I win the bet. Because they exist. They exist in air quotes. Of course. So here we go. Enter the Encantados. Meaning enchanted in Portuguese. These are ravenously sexual creatures. That dwell in the Amazon rainforest. And specifically the Amazon itself. Encantados are shape-shifting dolphin people. So, I was close enough on the bet to wear dolphins that it counts. Going into slightly more accepted, more acceptable, more... um, I guess scientific, if you want to call it that. Real life, you have the Botos, or the Pink Amazon River Dolphins. They're real, insofar as you and I are real and verifiable, and are quite friendly marine mammals. They're the largest of all river dolphins. They have a big melon, which is actually what their domed head and sonar organ is called. I think I went into depth on whale and dolphin melons and brains in the Ship Essex series, if you want to know more about that, particularly part one. They eat frogs, crabs, piranhas, turtles, and if legend holds true, apparently pussy. They grow to like nine feet long, and the males are significantly larger than the females. They're still around nine feet long at the most, so the females are a little bit shorter. And they get their pink color from fighting each other and getting literally covered in pink scar tissue, which is far more metal than the pink flamingo, who's just white and is kind of like, my tummy hurts, I ate too many shrimps. That's pretty interesting about flamingos is they, you know, they just change color to what they eat. It, it reminds me of that dude that just ate a vial of colloidal silver every day thinking it would cure his cancer or something and he ended up turning blue. Yeah, that's a dumb conspiracy guy. Maybe we'll cover a minute another um, like compilation episode of Idiot's the amazon river dolphins swim at like 8 to 13 miles per hour so they're not super fast or anything that's uh the average of that is about 18 kilometers per hour for you non-yankees and for the most part they behave just like any other species of river dolphin they like to poke their head out of the water they like to swim around they like to fuck with crabs but the poking their head out of the water given this esoteric research kick i've been on this seems to be specifically to look out for tight, nubile Brazilian women. You know, maybe they aren't so different from the dog men after all. Um, so that's kind of the abridged stat sheet for the actual real life, amazon river dolphin this is a real life creature that exists within the bounds of generally accepted science and the encantados use that as their shape-shifting animal form now let's get into the keep in mind this is this part is also 100 real story of the the shape-shifter creatures themselves picture this you're a young at least 18 year old girl And you're getting very sleepy. You're attending a beautiful festival celebration. I'm not really (laughs) cultural competent on that. My entire knowledge of festival or festival, I I really have no idea. It's entirely Animal Crossing (laughs) based. So um, I really don't have the time to get into the research for that because I was, I was busy researching the dolphin people, so ignore any inconsistencies with festival traditions. But a handsome gentleman approaches you, tall and almost supernaturally muscular under his elegance, white linen clothes, and yet not intimidating. Like a slightly moistened Fabio, if you will, without the hair. Although I guess is it really Fabio without the hair at that point? Let that go. He impresses you with his wonderful talent for song, and perhaps his otherworldly marimba skills. I'm not sure what that instrument is. I think it's like a a xylophone made of wood, but whatever. You're ready. You don't care that you told Maria you would be going back to hang out with her after the party. You know, tonight, tomorrow, and from then on, it's going to be you and... What was his name again? Oh, yeah. You start heading towards a tent with him. Why is he still wearing that stupid hat, you wonder? And then something clamps down on your upper arm. You freeze in shock. Is this the end? You look back and you see the hairy arm of your father, holding you back from going further towards the tent. There is no tent. You are going towards the river? But Daddy, I love him! You yell defiantly, turning back to- for help but he's already running towards the river his bronze skin turning a flaccid pink is that is that a tail he's growing his legs shorten and disappear his arms flatten out into wing like structure no flippers his fingers are sucking into the flippers the clothes slough off his body and disappear and lastly that stupid straw hat of his flies off revealing a gaping blowhole just as (coughs) dives into the water. You're one of the lucky ones. You survived the encounter with the Encantado. You've heard stories of the creatures in your youth. Why didn't you recognize the signs? Your father chastises you but hugs you at the same time. Francisca, I have always warned you about the Encantado. Why didn't you listen to Nightmare Now, Episode 22? wake up you're listening to a podcast you're safe you have an overwhelming desire to leave a five star review on your favorite listening platform welcome back you passed out for a minute there are you all right good you said something about a blowhole can i get back to the show please great thanks so as i was saying Encantados disguised themselves as pink amazon river dolphins but they can transform under the cover of darkness into a devilishly sexy man. And they are thoroughly capable on both land and sea. It's like if Mr. stelia Girl was a fucking Navy SEAL. and Cantados hail from the great underwater city of Encante. Deep in the Amazon Basin. Again, this is all 100% real. This is an Atlantis-like... Again, it's all connected for fuck's sake. Paradise City... Full of wealth and free from the shackles of pain and death. No human has ever come back from here alive. Despite this, the Encantados crave the feeling of being alive and facing hardship and death on land while seducing and betting humans. Gives a kind of new meaning to the most, <laughs> the most dangerous game, huh? But dolphins are one of the smartest animals on Earth, so what do I know? Most of the stories... And reports have them as males transforming into sexy South American dolphinoid hunks and using a myriad of techniques to seduce human women. First of all, they love, first of all, they love booze and parties. Although I guess that's not really so much a supernatural enchantment technique so much as it is a predisposition for alcoholism. But, you know, given the means and a chance, I don't, I think most cryptids would turn down going to a frat party and getting hammered. I'd love to party with a chupacabra. That that would be a blast. Moving on, though. The Encantados have an unparalleled skill in music. They're so tall. They're handsome as hell. A superpower of sexual attraction in its own right. And beyond their musical prowess and physical attractiveness, and their am- amphib- amphibiac? Amphibious? <laughs> abilities. they have straight up supernatural mind control powers and other wild stuff because they're basically horny dolphin X-Men. Some of them can turn you into a dolphin or a dolphin person which is I don't know if that's one of their methods of reproducing is just converting people into encantados. Some of them can mind control people into doing their bidding with their with their enchanting gaze. They can make people go insane. They can make you sick. Although that's probably less of a superpower. So, so much as it is an STD. But I digress. And they can just straight up kill you. With their melon brain. It's it's a scary fucking world out there folks. I'm sure this is like 1% of my audience. But imagine PsyOps. The MindGate Conspiracy. For uh, the original Xbox. They can do all that. And... Their only motivation is to fuck your wife. Oh, and, and fuck it, why not? They can create storms and control the weather. Add it to the list. Oh, and one more thing. They have an unbelievable talent on the dance floor. Mesmerizing, trend-setting, and attention-stealing. Never get into a dance-off with an Encantado. If you take nothing else from this show, never get into a dance contest with a were-dolphin. That's going on a t-shirt. Or a sticker or something when i eventually do mirth picture like um giga chad but in pink grayscale break dancing but with a dolphin's head with a real groovy font below it saying never get into a dance competition with a dolphin or oh oh this would be even better like fucking john travolta and saturday night fever doing his disco (laughs) thing but with a dolphin's head or, or with just a blowhole, that would be great. We're we're doing that. Luckily, they have a few weaknesses. You have a chance if you throw flour and crush red pepper at them, or into the water where they're hanging out, like while they're mid transformation or before they transform or whatever. And apparently, that disables all their magic. You just need to treat them like pizza dough, I guess. <sighs> cryptozoology does not make sense a lot of <laughs> a lot of the time uh i guess just remember that fellas when some meathead slaps your girl's ass at pizza you have a defense just throw red pepper and flour at him and it should disable his magic abilities or get your ass kicked i don't know i don't take any responsibility for injuries incurred in my Defense Against the Dark Arts class here. Uh, So Italian cooking isn't their only weakness, though. While they have complete mastery of physics and the ability to explode your brain with their mind, they have an Achilles heel of sorts. So they're always seen with a hat on. So if you see a handsome pink Fabio, but he's got a hat on, there's a pretty good chance it's an Encantado. And why is this? This is to hide again. They're 100% real. This is real. Uh, this is all verifiable information. And you can take this to the bank. They have the reality bending PSYOPs brain. But they need a hat to hide their <laughs> blowholes. Their transformation doesn't cover their goddamn blowhole. It's like American insurance where your teeth and eyeballs are basically a DLC. And Encante, blowhole transformation I think requires an elective surgery. So watch out for that. Another weakness is once their mind control or supernatural influence wears off through crushed red pepper or an off-color comment about your sister, all their elaborate gifts of jewelry and nice clothes and engagement rings revert to river trash. So you're covered in like a nice lay, a beautiful dress that this handsome man has given you. And once you realize that you were about to have sex with the dolphin person. The beautiful dress that you put on is really just like shitty river leaves and slime. Uh, there are other weaknesses. Shamans can deal with them. There's not a single source that really elaborates on how they do that. I think it's kind of a trade secret. They're a secret of a bunch. If you want to know more about shamanism, find a friend that did too many mushrooms Come on, everybody's got one. You, you know the guy. <laughs> Just go talk to him and ask him about dolphin sex and shamanism. And I'm sure he'll have some reliable... At least as reliable as this podcast is information-wise. So that, that mostly covers their weaknesses. So if you weren't already carrying crushed red pepper on you at all times in the event of being served on seasoned food like I do, you should start. But otherwise, you know... Watch out for blowholes and um, keep your wits about you if you're at Festival near the (laughs) river, I guess. And as a last kind of corollary here, most of the stories that we have of these guys, these Encantados, are males. But there are stories about um, female Encantados, and they are far more rare and they show up exclusively to married men with voluptuous booties. And th- they have the booty, not not the married men, just to be clear. I can see how that would not be ambiguous there. And honestly, this just seems like a shitty excuse for Brazilian men to cheat on their wives, which I do not condone. Uh, so the female Encantado shows up in her white dress form fitted to her perfect figure, Casts a silence spell on the man and shags him rotten. They can cast spells, apparently, too. <laughs> because why not? And on the anniversary of this filthy act, she'll appear again for a repeat performance every seven years. Again, there's only one source that could verify this. So I'm pretty sure it's just like some guy doing a long con on his wife. And explaining why he has a mistress, but we'll we'll continue because it gets pretty weird. So for seven years, this goes on every year, on the anniversary of, you know, the the filthiness that goes on, and this is where it gets really weird and unclear. And I guess it's already weird in Encantado, Laura, as it as it stands, because they don't make you go into the river to. To uh, bump uglies there, they the female ones apparently just do it in your house. Which, again, doesn't fit into the established lore, so I am reticent to believe it. But it, it gets especially unclear because there's no fucking way I'm paying $38 for access to a, quote, scientific journal on what happens next. What's available for free on Wikipedia is a single sentence, though. Quote, on the seventh night of visiting... She changes the man into a female, long dash, baby or male, and soon transfers it into his own wife's womb. Okay, what the fuck? (sighs) She She turns the man into a girl who's also a baby or a male and implants that male-girl- baby zygote into the wife's womb to be reborn a girl ready for encantado encounters with the male encantados. so like how, how does the wife rationalize this i mean how does she rationalize the cheating for seven years that i don't even want to get into that but like i have so many questions when he gets termed into a girl fetus how does he get implanted into the wife? Like, what is happening? What is happening here? Oh, if you, I guess, if you're cheating on your wife for seven years, fuck you though. You deserve to be turned into a a baby, or like baby juice, or what, whatever the fuck is going on. Oh, I hate this part. I really the okay, so the female encantados, we're not putting a whole lot of stock into that. I don't think any of that makes sense with the rest of it, so we can pretty much ignore it in in uh scientific discussions of the encantados. But I thought it was too insane to not include. But okay, aside from the kid that's the husband that's turned into a baby girl inserted in the wife's room. So we're 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 ignoring that part where that ship has sailed. That's fake. All right. Could be real, but I I don't buy it. What happens to the kids? What happens to the kids in the other stories with the male Encantadas where, you know, the young Brazilian women are impregnated by these handsome dolphin people before they are brought down to Encante and they manage to escape? I don't know, but this is such a widely held belief that children with absent fathers are often known as children of the Boto or children of the Dolphin. I don't don't know how much of this I went over in the beginning when I was talking about Encante, the lost city of Encante. But the girls that don't get taken down there into sex slavery, apparently, in the underwater glorious city of Encante... Every time I think of underwater cities, I think of the Gungans and Boss Nass and Jar Jar Binks, which I really, really hate right now. I really do not want to picture any kind of impregnation going on with, like, anywhere tangentially in my brain related to Jar Jar Binks. But if I have to deal with it, so do you. Anyway, the, the, the women that do come back and don't get, you know, drowned in the river or brought to the sunken... Atlantis paradise city of Encante come back with a baby in the oven and the babies are seemingly normal human kids perhaps they have latent inactive dolphin dna or abilities they don't appear to have blowholes in insofar as the again 100% real case reports i could find that i didn't find any children born with a blowhole so you know maybe the women are cheating too i don't i don't know but it, at least they went through the effort to establish the lore up front instead of a single case. That kind of wraps up most of the info we have on these things. Again, I, I could only find one source on the female thing and it cost me $38, which I wasn't going to pay. So, whatever. But the rest of it is pretty well sourced. and I'll put all that information in the show notes. First-hand accounts and books and about myths and legends and all kinds of funky links I came across that I'm not <laughs> super proud of. But in short, I said, like I said at the beginning, dolphin men are attending festivals, impregnating our women and advancing the aquatic agenda. Just once, just once. I didn't want to have to go full Alex Jones. And I thought this would be easy, you know, a playful dolphin shapeshifter. shifter, but here we are. So what, what the heck does this mean for the wider paranormal phenomena at large i can't believe i have to explain this again but here we are back to the back to my <laughs> soon to exist corkboard. it's all connected and here we go the fucking fey folk are at it again people disappearing in a trance getting impregnated by otherworldly beings babies being swapped out at birth periods of delirium and waking up with fantastic stories of otherworldly cities or handsome dolphin people seducing them it's it's all the same as like irish and european fairy folklore and you see this again and again and again all across the whole paranormal field. It is unbelievable. But guess what gets modernized from those fairy stories? And I talked about this, I think I talked about this in the um, the Haunted Hawaii episode where I was talking about the Menehune that live on Kauai. I didn't end up meeting any of them, unfortunately. The diminutive hidden folk of Hawaii when I was over there, but like I, I, and I talked about this where all this fairy stuff is, is tied so intertwangled with alien lore. So the greys are at it again too. Thanks Eisenhower. The Eisenhower thing is for another episode, but it makes my fucking blood boil. He sold human probing rights for alien technology. And now that's why we have Facebook. <sighs> okay. Well, I'll set that aside for now. Think about it. We got abductions, we have missing time, we have mysterious pregnancies, we have erotic backdoor hammer time lovemaking sessions with handsome dolphin people. This is the kind of thing that shows up in UFO lore all the time. We have hybrid offspring, we have hidden cities under the water, you have the whole USO phenomena. It makes me sick to think about it it really does it it, like every time i go on one of these what i think is an obscure tangent it all links back into this stuff and i don't want it to but there's like three options here the dolphins are allied with the greys and other aliens and they're i don't know if they're another alien race themselves that live under the sea or what is going on here um, the whole thing is screen memories implanted by aliens or fairies to explain their devious sexual experiments through an erotic delirium, which is kind of a storied tradition in fae or extraterrestrial lore. You have so many cases of abduction where somebody, you know, gets a hose strapped to their nuts and, and just gets milked for hours and hours and, and just has, like... The worst time with um, implants inserted into their chest and horrific surgeries and brain probes and everything. And they come back thinking, oh, yeah, you know, a very handsome, tall, tall, blonde alien took me into his bedroom and made, made sweet love to me. And it's like, no, they didn't. They absolutely did not. They were digging around in your brain and they implanted these memories. You know, that could explain what's going on here. Or, oh god, it's actually it. people having sex with river dolphins. Which is unfortunately very possible. In fact, in the 1960s, NASA funded a dolphin human. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. NASA funded a dolphin human psychological breeding program in the 1960s. And I'll get into that in another show. But it is... It's really sad. And it's horrific. And it's really sad in the fact that, you know, the dolphin was sad. The people were sad. And it was just not a great way to use tax dollars. I mean, it's not like they're doing anything better with them now. But... We'll get into it another time. I really can't escape these rabbit holes, can I? These things are are fun little quirky antidotes in history on their own, but taken all together, it really paints a sinister picture. And I haven't really been able to take it fully into focus yet, but I'll get there or more than likely go insane trying, so stay tuned, I guess. And this doesn't even begin to take into account the Hitler clones, the renegade Nazis I talked about two episodes ago, back with the Killer Bees. They're all hanging out in Brazil this whole time. I mean, maybe not this whole time. A lot of this stuff happened pre-World War II, but it continued. I think it still continues to this day. Nor does it take into account the rich history of ufos blood sucking or otherwise and all manner of other high strangeness in brazil and in south america as a whole like what we're seeing right now is kind of a renaissance in ufo reports because there's all these reports from russia from behind the iron curtain from china south america and africa and all 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 over the fucking place and they all match up with what people have been seeing since roswell in the 1940s it's just american ufo researchers haven't been able to find it until now because it hasn't really been translated and now that you know there's all this talk about disclosure there's kind of a a new renewed interest in society almost like a renaissance in in ufo research people are translating these things into english and translating english ufo encounters into russian and stuff and there's all this great collaboration that's going on and it's like this wasn't just happening in the american southwest this has been happening all over the world in noticeable patterns since then and it hasn't slowed down if anything it's sped up so it's it's wild to think about where we are right now with regards to the phenomena and dolphin people having having sex with human women you know that that <laughs> the and the, the ending sentence there kind of makes my conclusions I'll fall a little bit flat but we're we're going with it <laughs> i thought this would be a nice myth not connected to anything and here we are pinning more hastily scrawled index cards to my giant corkboard oh boy anyway thanks for listening ladies make sure to check for blowholes under the dude's hat before you take him home if you don't take anything else from the episode take that and you know it i know it i'd love to say sweet dreams but we all know it's only gonna be nightmares now catch you next week